Welcome back. back. Yes, we are back. John. Two guys, one spirit. That's right. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God that we're we're here together again. And thank you to the listeners for for tuning in. And um, you know, you could be anywhere. Your ears could be anywhere in the world right now. But thank you that you're you're here with us, walking with us. It's, Amen. Uh, that's that's where it's at having that uh, community of people to to walk with to come closer to jesus praise be to god yep so what are we going to get into today john well sounds like you got uh something something uh, moving your heart here to to talk about this is an interesting topic i think that many many people will be able to relate to hopefully man (laughs) because This is, I mean, it's almost, uh, you know, it's almost a, a miracle in itself, really, when, when you kind of think about it. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll let you kind of get into it and, and uh, you know, we can just let's, let's, let's see where the spirit takes us. Yeah, so uh, I guess I was moved to um, speak about this, you know, to expose, I guess, that even while on a journey getting closer to Jesus, you know, I I suffered a setback in which I uh, kind of reverted back to my old self. So imagine, uh, you know, John and I, we kind of got really close as far as we were talking every day as... Um, as I was going through my journey of conversion and asking God to help me and, and really guide me because I knew absolutely nothing about my faith. And, and he, uh, he answered in a big way by, by putting us together. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not God. So I was just hopefully being used by God to definitely help you. An <laughs> instrument, definitely an instrument. Yeah. He, he, he was definitely revealing to me that I needed a lot more than just you. So <laughs> amen to that. So, you know, during the course of our uh, our friendship and, and our talks, you know, this was after John was already married. You guys were yeah, already we married? had just just got married. Yeah, okay, just got married. Yeah, so sometime after in the church, right? Praise yeah. God, Amen. Praise God, that was a miracle in itself, just Amen. to get you guys there or witness that that tremendous miracle. But I guess sometime after that. Uh, John and I, we got into this uh, discussion, and it was via text. <coughs> and I think the topic, if I can recall, man, that text is dangerous. Sometimes you know you can't you can't hear the tone of of, of the voice of someone, and we, the enemy kind of helps us <laughs> decide how that sounds. Yeah, and so, note to self and anybody out there, if you're going to have a serious conversation with someone... Don't text. Do not text. Don't text. And do not text and drive as well. Phone call, face-to-face, anything but text. Yeah, so, it was by text that we were having this conversation, and I think it was... I don't know if it was getting deep, but the topic of conversation was love. And I because of my pride coming back or just being me, Oliver, I was very insistent in that you cannot love somebody that you do not know. Right. And then John was 
telling me that why are you putting a condition on love and that you know God's love is unconditional and then again my pride my ego was like no John you're gonna listen to me <laughs> yeah because I mean up into that point you know um, you had been helping me out a lot and learning the faith and so I can see where um, you know you would get a vicious attack from the enemy right there but um, I mean I, I I know in my heart that that the Lord had he not taught me and sh- showed me how to love unconditionally there's no way that that miracle of, of getting married in the church would have happened so um, yeah I was definitely moved to to uh, really share what was in my heart about that subject and yeah he was very pushing uh, like really pushing that um, that he he could love somebody without even knowing them. And I, I couldn't get that past my brain. And I think just because of that, um, that disagreement in which I was like, no, you can't love somebody that you do not know. And then John's point of view is like, yeah, you can. Was that your point of view? I, I don't want to just say. No, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I was, I, I remember us texting and, I was kind of sharing with my wife, you know, the exchange that we were having because it's a serious topic, like to talk about love and conditional versus unconditional and and the way that God loves all of his kids. I mean, you know, it was something that definitely was a very important topic. And because of our love for you as a brother in Christ, you know, we definitely felt moved to really share what was what we felt and, and what we've experienced and, and of course the miracle that happened between my wife and I. So yeah, absolutely. That was that was something that I was like feeling that you know, you weren't really kind of seeing it in, in that moment in time. Yeah, and I think what I was more focused on was seeing it my way. And, yeah. and I definitely wasn't open to to hearing your your point of view because it, it just didn't make sense to me. And that's where my, my pride came in, right? And so because of that exchange, because of that, and all that was done through text, because of that, I was like, you know what? I am done. Like, I didn't say this out loud to John, but, <laughs> but, but in my mind, I had it made up that, okay, we, I am done talking to you. And uh, it, was, it was nice to know you. Have a nice life. Good luck. That, yeah. That's pretty much like the little message you gave me at the end there. <laughs> Yeah, and that was it. And, and then I remember the following morning because, I mean, God had showed me how to love unconditionally. So even in that moment of persecution, I guess you could say, um, I was just kind of like, man, you know, he's my brother. I love him. I, I got to reach out. And, um, you know, the Lord moved me to, to to reach out to you. I mean, again, it was it was a text, I believe. It was a text. Um but I think I even tried. I think I tried calling you, and you didn't answer. So um, I was like, "Well, I can't just not try to communicate at all." So I'm going to send you a text at least, and um, didn't get much of a, a response on that. Yeah, and keep in mind, we were communicating text and phone call every day, and whenever he would call or text, you know, I would respond, and he would do so as well. But I do remember the aftermath of that in which you would try to text me and call me and I, you know, being my prideful self and letting that pride get to me again. I was like, no, I'm not picking this phone call up. I'm not returning his text. You know, it, it didn't make sense to me, his, his train of thought. 
and that was me before that was me before 2017 that was me before this journey that i went on with jesus that if you hurt me if you disagreed with me if we couldn't work things out we were our, our from my vantage point our relationship was over and i was hurting brother i was hurting because we were like you said we were so we had gotten so close i mean i i really had begun to start to think of you as like my best friend even and to have you you know at that point cut me off it hurt a lot because i had just gotten so i had just it was just it was just weird to not be able to like talk to you you know hear your voice have our exchanges about the faith i mean it was like i was just like left on an island um i mean by the grace of god obviously you know my wife and i had gotten married in the church and 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 god in his goodness he's still you know he still makes good out of out of our sometimes wicked choices but um ultimately you know the lord used that to help my wife and i to to come closer to come closer together yeah you could talk about that a little later yeah. but um yeah so like during that that time it was yeah from going from talking to every day to just cold turkey yeah done. yeah cold turkey it's a great way to put it <laughs> I, I i carried this with me for a year 12 a year. whole months <laughs> was it it was a, it was a year right oh yeah i mean it was yeah because we actually didn't like i mean the whole thing didn't really kind of start to reconcile until easter Easter, yes the following easter yeah yeah so i think maybe towards like easter can you give them a time frame of when this was you guys got married in february february 2020 and so 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 like a year so what um easter of 21 yeah well in march of 21 is when we went on that we i mean we were we ended up going on a retreat together not 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 like us communicating and like hey hey, are you gonna be there like nothing like that but it was just like us still journeying with the lord He, he brought us together at this retreat and knowing like my wife and I having this unconditional love for you by the grace of God, like we wanted to celebrate your birthday because this was in, it was in March. And um, so it w- the Lord put it in our hearts to, to buy you a cake. Yeah. You know, I was very touched by that. <laughs> like it, it really did uh, touch me because here we hadn't been talking for so long or not so long had been like a month or something right because february well no that well that was like what we're talking about okay you know that was the whole year thing yeah yeah so then a year had passed in march they showed up to this retreat center with a cake and we had no communication at all i did text your wife though because your wife did not have a grudge on me no she didn't So, so, so i was asking your wife Hey, what kind of flavor does Oliver like, and and all of that? So, she did contribute to, uh, to um, you know that that moment that the Lord gave us. Yeah, and I don't think she she told me about that. 
No, I don't think she did either. Because I was definitely surprised. You were definitely surprised. And I thought that was a very, very nice gesture, considering we haven't spoken. You right? look like you were going to cry when you saw that cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it was Ube, and I, I started to like Ube a lot more now. So, yeah, that, that kind of softened me up to the idea of like, you know what? I, I miss John. I miss his family. And I just miss the, the times that we, we spent together. And, um, but still, I, I still held on to it. I still held on to this grudge. And then, um, yeah, come Easter, we're having a party at our house. And I'm feeling moved, like, you know what? I want to end this. Let's just invite John and his family over for Easter. And, you know, hopefully things work out. Dude, I, I'll never forget that because, um, like you know like i had mentioned about uh, the way that the lord poured grace in us to be praying uh, as a family every night and and during those you know 11 12 months when when we weren't talking you know the family was we were all praying for you that you would i mean you should have heard my kids like just the the, the way that they would talk about you know having you you know have a softened heart and 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 that the grudge would be over and and so when we got that text to to, you know as an invitation to come over for easter like every it was like a celebration man like the whole family was was pretty pretty jazzed and i really didn't think anything of it other than okay, you guys are coming over and we're going to see what happens. And so you guys come over and I think your wife had mentioned something about, yeah, you know, the one friend John had doesn't want to talk to him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she was uh, definitely um, trying to break the ice, so to speak. So in the way that she knows how, she, uh, she definitely got us to laugh about that. Yeah, and then so that came up, and then I was like, yeah, you know, John, about that whole situation, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize for, you know, holding the, this grudge, and, you know, hopefully, I, I don't even really know what I said in that moment. Do you, do you remember what I said? Um, I, it was more of a, it, it was more of a, I think it was, what I from what I recall, my wife was sharing testimony of of kind of a falling out, a similar falling out that she had with um, a couple of her really close friends um, since since kind of the journey, and so she was sharing that, and then you had made a comment, oh, kind of like what I did with this guy, and uh, and then and then everybody kind of just chuckled about it, um, but yeah, man, I mean, praise the Lord for the the humility that He gave me because. I just, I I was really focused on trying to make sure that I'm like, hey, I gotta, I, I gotta make sure that I'm showing all of this unconditional love. I, I don't want to be, um, I don't want the Lord to hesitate in forgiving me for any reason. Come my judgment. So, so yeah. But I, I do, I distinctly remember um, you making that 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 reference that, that joke because she had mentioned about what happened with her and her friends but i did apologize did i say that i was sorry for that 
Yeah, eventually you did. Okay. Yeah, eventually. It, okay. it didn't come, like, right away. It was... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny, because in that moment, I thought that everything was good again. Yeah, no, you, and you operated as such, yeah. But then it's it's funny, because I, in, in doing that, I, I already expected that everything would be okay after the apology, and I acted like I guess it was, but I think maybe like in the future, I mean, I should ask for, or apologize, say I'm sorry, ask for forgiveness, and wait for the person's response, and just don't assume. I mean, you know, that, a year was a long time. The relationship that we had got very deep, and for me to assume that, oh, he's just going to forgive me right here, right now, um, that was unfair. And yeah, so I guess in, in the future, I, I should be open to hearing what the other person, you in this situation was going to say, than to assume that, okay, well, he's forgiven me. But I think I must have known that because I don't, I don't know why. Maybe our interaction. Well, I think it's just the Holy Spirit, right? And, and, and you being a witness to you know, what happened with my wife and I and, and that miracle. So, um, you know, for us to, um, to operate in any other way than the way the Lord had, um, given us the grace to, to love as he loves. I mean, it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have made any sense. It would have been total hypocrisy. So, um, yeah. And so I guess, uh, the reason why I share this, or that we share this story is just because, you know, we're on this journey through life and we're, we're trying to walk with Jesus. And, you know, the other perspective is, you know, well, that person's a Christian now, like their life is perfect or not that their life is perfect, but, you know, they shouldn't be acting the way that they, they've acted before. And by sharing this, you know, I'm showing that, you know, I'm not perfect and I still struggle. And I know that I was only able to ask for forgiveness or apologize to John and, and have those interactions with the help of the Holy Spirit because as it was shown, it was me holding on to that. That was me, Oliver. That wasn't. That definitely wasn't the, the, the work of the Holy Spirit in me to hold that grudge with John, but it was definitely the work of the Holy Spirit to soften my heart and then to avenge, eventually apologize and say sorry and so, you know, the struggle is real in that in, in this walk, we're still going to falter. We're still going to fall. But the important lesson is that our reliance is going to be on, on God to get us through this. Because if it wasn't for him, who knows when, when John and I would have uh, reconciled or when I would have wanted to reconcile with him, Right. Yeah, as I was listening to you talk, I was just kind of thinking about what you were saying regarding, you know, um, perceiving Christians that are on a journey and, and thinking of them as uh, somehow perfect. But I, I don't know. I feel like if if I feel like if we're really with Christ, I don't like for me. Um, knowing that we're all sinners, I don't really ever. I don't think I can necessarily agree with that. That that um, people like that that 
we would perceive people to be perfect. Um, I feel like, if anything, as a, as, a, as a disciple of the Lord, I feel like we kind of, he gives us the eyes to see, ears to hear, and, and we can see the brokenness in each of us. Um, so if anything, maybe there's more, we might, we should probably have more empathy towards others and not necessarily be, be quick to judge. And I, and I think maybe that is, that is an issue. I think that it is probably, a, I know that there's, a, that that's an issue with, with, uh, you know, Christians of all de- denominations, um, you know, obviously we're Catholic and I know that there's people out there that are Catholic that definitely make it known that they're Catholic and yet in spite of their willingness to claim that, um, they're very quick to judge and I, I think I just think that we got to be careful of that. Yeah, so I guess um, the lesson that I learned in all of this was, um, you know, God definitely showed me um, that there is a difference between loving conditionally and loving unconditionally. And I guess it took this um, situation between us for my heart to be open to this idea and for for God to allow my eyes to see it because I think I definitely felt it and then it made me reflect on my relationship with my wife and other people in my life and whether I'm loving them conditionally or unconditionally and I guess by conditionally I would only love my wife if certain things were met like under my like criteria and once those things were not met, I felt like I could not love. And then that was, now my love was conditional versus unconditional is where no matter what, let's say my wife does to me, if she hurts me or she doesn't hurt me or if she does what I want or not, not, or doesn't do what I want, I still love her regardless. Amen. And so after this whole thing, you know, that was very loud in my heart. And, you know, and I just reflected on that a lot. And so... That's awesome, man. I think God used that whole time away uh, to, to have me reflect on how poorly I have been loving my wife and people around me. And I don't know what else would have happened or what else would have had to happen yeah. in order for me to desire that or to want to figure out like the difference between unconditional and conditional love. That's deep. That's it's it's I'm just as I'm listening to you I'm thinking the same thing like I mean it as hard as it was you know t- like I said it it hurt man. I I had I had days where I was like shedding tears literally because of just feeling that, that rejection, like wondering like, how could this happen? Like here, here we are walking together, following Christ and, um, and then just have it totally come apart like that. It was, it was tough. 
but to hear, you know, how the Lord used that in your life and in your marriage and knowing how he used it for, for my marriage too, there was quite a bit of fruit that came out of that, some good fruit that came out of that in spite. And I, and I think that's, that's another point about, about this that, that is being revealed is that, you know, as difficult as a cross may be for us to carry at times, you know, God, God's plans are, are, are better than ours and, and he definitely will make good out of anything. <laughs> I mean, anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then to go back when I cut you off and said that you would share later. So I guess, uh, our year apart actually helped you and your wife get closer during this whole, uh, crazy times that started in 2020 yeah during covid and 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 not having you around um, to be able to talk to or or text or whatnot um yeah i mean he just it was his plan to order the relationships in my life and 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 there was you know some disorder in that we were talking so often and so for so long like you know obviously we would we could easily be on a phone call for like 30 minutes and it would just feel like it was 10 seconds but um yeah i mean he definitely wanted like the interactions that i was having about the faith to have that with my wife you know and and in turn like the lord used that so that she was now learning more about the faith because I was sharing experiences that I had gone through and, and things that I had learned from our faith family and, and just that whole walk. And, and now we were walking together as husband and wife with that sacrament of matrimony. So it was definitely a beautiful thing. We definitely got very, very close and, and, you know, Today, as as it is today between us, um, I mean that that was that was God laying the foundation for us. We were we were building our foundation, a rock, you know, with our marriage, with Christ being being the rock. Yeah, I think you had mentioned before, you know, thank God that that it happened because you probably wouldn't have had that much time to talk to to talk to your wife <laughs> or share with her about stuff. Because we probably would have been on the phone talking about, yeah. like, man, could you believe this? Could you believe that? Without really getting into it, right? Yeah. But just having those conversations that would take away from you sharing what you did with your wife in our in this whole year situation between us, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, um, everything was according to his plan. You know, we were, you know, we were definitely much closer and and um there's just a lot of grace that was coming from that sacrament of matrimony and um you know it it, i can't i can't look at it any other way as 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 difficult as it was like i i can't help but feel like that that was meant to meant to be it was it was meant to happen and it was god's divine plan that that because i i mean i mean look at the fruit right not only with our marriages but even our own relationship today i think that because of the fact that we went through that experience together and then through god we 
you know, we reconciled. I mean, I can't, I can't think of, you know, obviously I'm not trying to create any kind of, uh, situation where we're, we're arrogant at all about our, our friendship, but, but I, I, I can't think of a situation that would come up at this point that, that would separate us because God is stronger than, than all of that. Amen. And I think, uh, also what God was teaching me at least in this was, you know, you can have arguments and you can have disagreements with someone, but the most important thing is to, to work through it and to talk it out. And what I did, I did not want to talk it out. I did not want to work through it because I didn't know how to do it. Like, I, I told, that's not what I learned growing up. I never learned how to, to work things through and talk things out. And so that was my reaction. And, you know, God has been showing me lately that you know having conversations where there's argument or even disagreements it's fine it's gonna happen and it needs to happen because i feel the more we have those kind of conversations the more we can maneuver to a successful outcome by 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 doing it it's kind of like you can't hit a home run your first time at bat right like you have to practice it. And so that's what God has been showing me lately in, you know, having disagreements with people that, you know, just you it can be worked through with my help, with with the help of the Holy Spirit guiding and leading the conversation. Yeah, it's going to get tough, it's going to get rocky, but but there is a way out. And that way out is 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 with with Jesus. Yeah, I mean, 100% it's 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 really seeing you know uh, that person that you're that we're encountering right that 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 exchange that's taking place that you're referring to and when there are disagreements or when we don't see eye to eye with people is, is seeing who that person really is it's that, that's a child of god you know it's a son or daughter of god and you know we are where we where we are you know based on God's divine providence so uh, you know we just can just as long as we're open to be instruments of grace then you know the Lord will Lord will work and and he will he will soften hearts that's right and in uh, in trying to land this plane John do you want to <laughs> land this plane or do you want to take it back up in the air <laughs> I guess uh, what takeaways or what advice can we offer to people out there that are, I don't know, struggling with uh, conditional and unconditional love or even like just forgiveness? Um, I don't know. I think that, I think that, um, yeah, that, that's tough because I don't think, you know, the, the average Christian is, walking around thinking about conditional versus unconditional love i think i think that we in our fallen nature uh, with original sin we i think we tend to uh naturally through the, through that brokenness like, love people conditionally right so uh, i think it's just really a matter of like if if the listener is hearing this and maybe th this concept was just even completely alien to them um, is just really kind of 
looking at looking at ourselves in the mirror uh, with humility and asking the question like am i am i actually creating conditions and, and imposing these conditions on on others uh, in order for them to receive that love from me you know and and so if if we do that if we have if we have an openness to really have a desire to love like as Christ loves then i think we can kind of turn that corner in which the lord will put that in front of us and and help us to actually think about it in our minds like okay yeah i i am actually loving people conditionally and I need to focus on loving others as Christ loves me. So, um, yeah, I mean, but that, but that's definitely that can only be accomplished through through prayer and and through humility. Because um, in, in our pride, uh, we will continue to to love people conditionally due to the love of ourselves. And I would agree with you. Uh, definitely showing humility or being humble. Because it was my pride that led us to this uh, situation. But in order to combat that pride, I had to be humble and ask for forgiveness. I had to be humble and, and show and, um, you know, just and apologize to you. And that didn't come normal to me. And again, I had to let go of my thoughts, my desires, pretty much deny myself and what I wanted to do in the situation and let the Holy Spirit move my heart to to look to reconcile with you the lord is always offering grace right every all the time right so like during that 11 12 months when when we weren't talking did you ever have like your kids asking questions about or or even your wife like what what was what was that what were those interactions like i think we're taking this plane back in the air john Yeah, I was just moved but to ask because uh, I don't think we've ever talked about that before. Um, I think my wife may have asked, like, so when are you going to talk to John again? Okay. Uh, and my kids, like, they definitely missed hanging out with uh, your kids and seeing you guys. And maybe the explanation or the explanation that I gave them was, oh, we're just not going to go see them. And that, that was it. Okay. Pretty got it yeah my kids are a little older so they um they ask more questions and stuff like that (laughs) which is good questions are good i've come to learn and accept that they're good amen amen so i guess uh if you don't have anything else to say I, i think i'm okay with this uh with this show all right well uh as we always end Jesus loves you. Amen.